0: Wayfair is ready to make your holiday season even more joyful. Shop all things home for you and everyone on your gift list with an incredible selection of furniture, decor, and more. All with an amazing value that'll make this holiday season the best one yet. And right now, Wayfair is turning up the savings even more with huge deals and sales, plus thousands of items shipped fast and free. Head to Wayfair.com or download the Wayfair app in the App Store to shop the latest limited deals so you can deck it all.
1: At Discount Tire, we know how valuable your time is around the holidays. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online at DiscountTire.com so you can spend more time with friends and family this holiday season. Discount Tire, let's get you taken care of.
2: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.
0: A podiatrist will tell you about your feet. A physical therapist will analyze your gait. A psychologist will help you manage your anxiety. But what if your walk affects your hip alignment and the loss of movement affects your mental health? The body is connected in unseen ways. That's why our doctors work together to care for all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. Kaiser Foundation Health Plan of the Mid-Atlantic States Incorporated, 2101 East Jefferson Street, Rockville, Maryland, 20852.
1: Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last.
3: Price picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepix.com play100 and use code PLAY100. That's code PLAY100 at pricepicks.com play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Price picks daily fantasy sports made easy. Hey, Reese,
2: bitch, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs Outsiders Podcast Y'all know what time it is
4: Hello Ladies and gentlemen And welcome back to another edition of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast I am one of your hosts Mike Bibbins On Twitter at Bibbs Corner Joined as always by my co-host Reese Williams On Twitter at M of R25 You can also find him on Instagram At Mind of Reese Reese, it's been a long week. I know you've been working, working, working on the river. Uh, I believe tomorrow is your eighth straight day of work. Wag, 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 wag. I'm oh, sorry, okay.
2: Hold on, what the fuck are you doing, man?
4: I initially started off with, with trying to be serious first.
2: No, 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 you didn't because it was it, the weatherman bibs came in and I'm like, what the fuck is going on. Then you started singing Negro Spirituals to me, knowing I felt like a slave this week. Now you sing first of all, I'm off tomorrow, then I'm off Tuesday, then I'm off Wednesday. Today was my last okay. So you made it. I I made it. Never never could have made it. (laughs) Oh man. See, we gotta get through this, boy, because this is about to get. If Bibs if Bibs gets going, this episode gonna be longer than it needs to be. No, but yes,
4: I'm, I'm I'm good. I'm good.
2: It's been a long week for me. Uh, it's finally over. Uh, I'm ready to rest. Possibly be productive for the most part, but you know, we'll see.
5: Okay.
4: Uh. Well. Yeah. I thought you had one more day. So glad to hear you oh, made through the storm. Yes. Um. I want to put some like like a. a, a a cord from a from an Oregon in here, but I don't know if they got that on
5: on the app.
2: Chord from Oregon. You gonna make me all right? What, what what's that, my brother? Let's see.
5: Um, let's see. Hold up. Please don't get me. Just go straight to
2: it. Now, we're Baptists, so uh, growing up at Lovejoy Baptist Church in Rome, Georgia, you know, churches now, they just sing one hymn. They do the congregational hymn. When I was growing up, we used to do the congregational hymn and the hymn of preparation before the sermon. I'm going to sing one of my favorite hymns of preparation this morning called Pass Me Not. Hymn no if y'all watching the video, y'all get to see Vince do this sassy-ass fucking church bop. Him, but don't know what they're connected to This great hymn was written by one of sure, My five, favorite five. By the name of Fanny J. Crosby And there are some people Who the fuck who is this? Song, this him
4: hymn, hymn number one Alright, he doing way too much Yeah, he doing way too much He about to introduce the guest pastor and everything I ain't got time for this Come on, man, get in and get out You get the point <clears throat> He definitely not letting out before football start. Definitely not letting out before football start.
2: I just seen a video about that on Instagram. What's that? About church never letting out on time.
4: Oh, yeah. I I used to have a pastor that for sure would end it and say, I I know y'all want to get home and watch football. So I'm going to go ahead and thank you, pastor, because
2: you know. Church, funerals, all that. I ain't going to hold y'all. I know y'all want to get out of here. Yeah, like wrap it up.
4: (laughs) You start seeing men grabbing their phones and setting fantasy lineups. It's time to end. It's time to end. Let's get up out of here. Wrap it up. Um. But yeah, glad to hear you made it through the storm. Uh, This is next week. I'll be uh, I'll be in Florida on Sunday, so we probably actually need to double up on Saturday. Now I think about it.
2: Um, In the week after that, we gonna have to double up on Sunday because I'm gonna be busy Saturday. Okay, so good to know. And then Um, the week after that, I won't be here. I'm going on my cruise on the twelfth. We'll
4: figure it out. <clears throat> we'll figure it out. I might be. I might be
2: I, it, this ain't this ain't like the Vegas trip because, well, for one, I'm going to be on a boat um, out of the country. Right. And two, I'm not going to be by myself. And I'm not getting in trouble telling her, yeah, we on vacation, but I got to record these two podcasts real quick. So um, we got to figure something out.
5: Maybe we do it before the weekend. Sorry, I got distracted. Oh. Um <clears throat> was it Florence Puritic? Say
4: what? No, it was somebody else's, you know what? Um, no, not those, something else. Um, you know what? I'm gonna just keep it moving. So about those Packers, huh? <laughs> <no, just kidding. laughs> oh, I don't know what's going on with the pack. You know what? Um let me let me get back on track. I was gonna be a good boy today. Um <clears throat> before we get into to anything, it's been a minute since I had one of those. Uh, before we get into it, I want to do some, some quick housekeeping. Uh, first of all, if you are a listener of the show, if you're a new listener, there may be some new listeners out there, check the show notes. Uh, because we, we tend to start off the podcast talking about our past weeks since we don't we're not doing recaps, so we don't talk every other day so we'll catch up from the past week. Uh if we watch movies, we may talk about that. So if you don't care about any of that stuff, you can skip ahead. I will not be offended. Uh just check the show notes. We always put the show notes to let you know when the actual basketball starts and or ends if we do the movie type stuff at the end. So keep that in mind. Uh we, I per- uh, at one point I almost thought about cutting it out completely. But uh, the people said they like they like uh, hearing, hearing it. So um, okay. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. Five-star reviews are very important to our growth and, and, and reaching new people. So if you're on Apple or Spotify, leave us a five-star review. Uh, on Apple, if you want to write some words in the five-star review, that is always appreciated as well. Those do a little bit more for us. Uh, keep that in mind. Uh, Instagram. YouTube. More should should be coming, uh most likely as we get closer to the season. So uh definitely, definitely make sure y'all are following us on the sites. Ain't nobody got time for no threads and stuff like that at this point in time. Follow us on the spill at no no, you ain't gotta do that. Um Patreon. Uh Patreon continues to, to grow. Uh benefits continue to be benefited. Uh, if you are a subscriber, you get the NBA show already at the $5 tier. Actually, I should probably pull up the the details. Should I I not? While
2: you're doing that, I want to give the shout-out of the week. Go ahead, sure. I've missed it the last few weeks, so I want to make sure I get it out of the way right now. (coughs) Shout-out of the week. Patreon shout-out of the week. This week goes to Robert Watson. Shout-out to Robert Watson for being a patron uh should i say what sure i'm not gonna say the the amount here but i'm name. gonna say the name here. uh he is an outsider starter shout out to robert watson uh outside of starter which means he gets the nba show he gets the video version of this uh along with other things so appreciate you for pledging to the patreon hope you continue to do so hope you're happy with the content uh and shout out to all the other patrons as well you will get your shout out in the upcoming weeks Thank you, Reese, for that that beautiful testimony. Absolutely. Um, So let's get into it. So real quick,
4: just go through the tiers. We haven't done this in a while. Uh, The first tier, tier one, is the outsider. Uh, With the outsider level, you get priority over non-subscribers when we do mailbag episodes. Sometimes we get a ton of questions. We have historically gotten through all of them, but as we move forward, we may have to cut some people off. If you are in any of the Patreon tiers, you will get your question read for sure um the lowest tier again is the outsider tier uh you'll get access to any polls we do we which we we will drop polls from time to time uh that we'll then talk about on the show um well again as Reese just did the shout out anybody who's a patron uh will will get a shout out at some point and then uh that is also going to guarantee you a spot in the fantasy league if you if you are a if you are interested in joining the fantasy league, we did a hundred dollar giveaway last year for the winner of the fantasy league. And guess. And I
2: won the fantasy league, so I didn't have to give y'all no money. Beat me. Don't let me win again. Facts. <laughs> that's what talking that's the about. Question. He wanted. He was talking about, oh, maybe I should do <laughs> the fuck that. They need to win. <laughs>
5: I was going
4: to try consolation
2: prizes out here.
4: I, I was trying. But uh, if y'all, ain't, if y'all ain't beat us, y'all ain't beat us. Beat me.
2: It is, we don't it reward is. losers.
4: Returning champions. So so put your bid in if you think you got it like that. On the, it was starting from scratch in the new season. Uh tier two is the starter. Uh priority over tier one on the mailbag. You get the video version of the NBA show outside the NBA, as well as the video version of the main podcast. So you get to see my dance, uh, as Reese mentioned earlier. Um those will be ad-free, so no no ad interruptions as that continues. <clears throat> Tier three is the All-Star. The Outsider All-Star. You get priority over both the other tiers on the mailbag. 10% off of any merch, which uh, we'll have more coming as time comes. Also, if you are interested in any type of merchandise that is not currently available, let us know. We can make things Yeah, <clears throat>
2: um, What y'all want, unless y'all tell us.
4: Behind the scenes clips, you can get behind the scenes clips as well. There will be an extensive behind the scenes for yeah, this. No, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna
2: have to cut that up.
4: Do what you got to do. I'm gonna get, have to cut that. Up. Extensive mm-hmm. behind the scene clips uh at the at that tier three level, and uh quarterly we're gonna do a drawing for for some type of merch, whether it's t shirt, yeah. hoodie, hat, whatever the case may be. So something will be given. The fourth tier, we do it and we have a couple tier four subscribers already. Uh, Again, priority over the uh, other tiers in the mailbag. Uh, You can have the opportunity. We are not going to force you uh, to join us during the show or after the show for a Zoom call uh, once a month. Uh, You you can uh, make an appearance on the podcast just as a guest. Again, whatever the situation may be, could be a... A recap game could be a weekly. You never know. Uh, you, we will try to make sure we get you your your podcast appearance. Um, that is only guaranteed after you've paid into that level for five months. By the way, and uh, we will owe you a Mavs Outsiders T-shirt if you subscribe at that level.
2: Yeah, which means we got to get the, we got to get the T-shirts popping because we owe two people T-shirts. <laughs> and
4: uh, i guess this has the sheet has not been updated let me add it you will also get our outsider on the inside exclusives
2: the sheet hasn't been updated but
4: yeah that's why I've, i realized you updated on the actual the website yeah. Like, nah, but i didn't update it on the sheet so outsider on the inside uh shod miller is our outsider on the inside he We'll be doing interviews, things of that nature with players, with, with team personnel, whoever. And we'll be sending some of those clips our way to, to add to this, this level.
2: By the time you hear this episode, the first one should already be out.
4: Yes, it's Derek Lively, right? Yes. Uh, there would have also been an OMAX Prosper clip, but the official Dallas Mavs site decided to
2: take... Steal this. it.
4: Take take that video and post it themselves. So, they devoted it, it. It was funny because I was actually ha- talking to Shad about it when they posted it. He was like, "Yeah, I just talked to Lively, and then I had a quick conversation with Oh Max. What the fuck? Look at this! <laughs> Good
2: times." What Dave Chappelle uh, say,
4: "Gotcha, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> May or may not have been uh, intentionally done. That's to be determined at a later date. Um, that ain't my beef. Whatever. Um, but anyway, Derek Lively clip. Uh, clean audio. I was actually surprised at how clean it was. I thought it was going to be a lot of background noise. But uh yeah, that'll be there for the people that subscribe to that level. And then uh the highest level is the Outsiders Hall of Fame. Again, the priority in the mailbag. Uh, you'll also you'll basically be a producer on the show at that level. I just threw that in there just to see if if we could tempt anybody. You, you basically become a producer. You have input on what we do on the show. And uh when we do the outsiders play GM in the offseason, this if you're in at this level, you will also get the opportunity to play GM on the show. Nobody's in at that level yet. Nobody's well, in on that level yet. I'm not and I'm currently I'm I don't kidding.
2: blame y'all. Oh I'm not mad at it. I'm, it's just there in case somebody wants to, but I'm not expecting it. Bye. No,
4: not at all. Not at all. Almost changed the price to something crazier, but we'll leave it alone for now. All right, let's get into the show. Uh, it is the off season. The 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 doldrums, the dead of the off season. Nothing exciting is happening right now. But we do have some things to talk about because. Things are messy out here in the world of basketball. And one of those messy things, no, Lionel, is the German national team. Lionel Messi playing soccer in Miami. Never mind. Um, <clears throat> so you may recall we talked about it previously that Dennis Schroeder came out and said Maxi wasn't with us shooting in the gym. He should not get to jump on the, the, the team now. and Maxie responded at the top of the week. He had a statement.
5: I I, I can go ahead and I'm going to pull that statement up actually right now. If you don't mind. All right. So Maxie Cleveland had to address, he was called out. And, uh,
4: if you don't recall, if you missed it last week, basically Dennis Schroeder said that he had heard that Maxi missed Eurobasket last year because he wanted to work on his game and he ain't got no game. The boy is not mellow. You stand in the corner and shoot. You set screens. And you play defense. Ain't nobody trying to hear you was working on your game player. Now you want to jump on our coattails because we in medals, and I'm not with it. That's pretty much what Dennis Schroeder said. I'm paraphrasing, but that's what he said. And he talked about Maxi joining the team is going to push out guys that were actually with them in the trenches when they were getting it out the mud, when nobody thought they could get a medal, and they did.
5: So Maxi Kleber, Embarrassed, egg on his face, came out. He said,
4: "Uh, I got to start from the beginning. Him and his agent actually uh, issued a public statement via Big Magazine. Uh, He basically said he's going to skip the World Cup in light of the comments the shooter made against him. He said uh, he doesn't actually mention Dennis's name, although Dennis mentioned his name. He says, uh, recent unfortunate and inappropriate public statements have made it clear that I'm not fully welcome on the national team. My goal in playing basketball and representing Germany are to be 100 percent healthy and help the team win and be a good teammate. The very tough decision last summer not to play was due to an injury I played with for the last four months of the 21-22 NBA season. I needed, to, I needed full recovery and rest. Had I been healthy, I would have been happy and proud to play for our national team. All communication from my side with all relevant people was done in an honest and respectful manner. I enjoyed watching the team's success and was proud of what they accomplished. I started this summer with full intention and motivation to join the national team in the World Cup, However, the recent unfortunate and inappropriate public statements about me have made it 100% clear that I am not unreservedly welcome on the national team. It is not my goal to destroy the good team chemistry of last summer, nor do I want to become a source of distraction. Therefore, I have decided that it is best for everyone involved if I do not play. Instead, I will cheer on and support the team as a fan. I have no intention of commenting further publicly on this matter. I wish
5: the national team every success. Reese, your thoughts? Sound like a pussy to me. That's what. That's that's how you feel. I'd have played. You would
2: have played. I'd have played. If I want to play, I'ma play. Y'all don't want me here. I get that. I'ma prove why I should be. Look, I'm here to help the team. Like I'm here to do whatever y'all need me to do. But I'ma play if I want to play, I ain't about, Hey, look, he went public, public with it. Cool. It turns out the Schroeder turned around and apologized. Like, We're gonna get I don't, to that in a second. I don't know if Maxie got the goons on him or what, but based off this statement, it sounds like Maxie ain't about that life. So I, I just, I, I don't understand. Y'all could have just talked, had a conversation. You feel me? Like this could have been resolved. Maxie coming out and, taking the high road i ain't with that shit man so apparently there was an official announcement
4: regarding the matter after this uh basically saying that there was nothing to add to the situation since it was resolved internally i'm gonna read the the actual text here uh vice president armin andres and national team head coach gordon herbert were with the under 23 squad in toronto at the Global Jam event at the time of the Dennis Schroeder comments. Uh, There, they immediately spoke with Maxi Kleba, who was also in Toronto, and also contacted Dennis Schroeder. Uh, Co-captain Johannes Voigtman also spoke with both players. The final discussion then took place directly between Maxi and Dennis. Everything was clarified internally. In the end, Maxi made the decision he expressed in his statement. There is nothing to add to that. There's nothing we can do about the situation now, but of course, we are looking positively ahead. So they moved on quick. We will start the training camp in Bonn on July 31st with a highly motivated team led by team captain Dennis Schroeder. And we are really looking forward to the friendly phase in Bonn, Berlin, Hamburg, and Abu Dhabi, as well as the World Cup 2023 in Okinawa,
5: Japan. So the German Federation seemed fine with it but Dennis did today
4: actually come out with an apology oh okay that was
2: actually today all right
4: it literally like before like a few hours ago like I had yeah. to copy the link.
2: I saw it a few hours ago but I wasn't sure if it was like a yesterday thing or because I it catch came, things late a lot it came out about six
4: hours ago okay uh Dennis Schroeder apologized to Maxi Kleber for the statements he made about his German national team skipping the 2022 Euro basket uh after a decal. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. After a detailed conversation between men's national ho- coach Gordon Herbert and national player Dennis Schroeder, both have once again attached importance to making the following statements at the end of the matter. I would like to apologize to Maxi Kleber and his family for my statements in the resulting inconvenience Schroeder stated. It was never my intention to bring someone into an unpleasant situation or unrest in the team. My intention was just to make myself strong for my team and to make it clear that I would do everything for my team. From my side, all this has never been anything personal against Maxi Kleba. Anyone who knows me knows that I am a direct guy and I always assume that my counterpart understands what I mean by what I say and has once again been shown that that's not always the case. I still appreciate and respect him and his career, and I hope that he will accept my apology. I will not answer any further questions in this regard, and I am looking forward to the team and the World Cup. If he
5: says I will sign my contract, this, hold on, what the hell? Oh, they restated his quotes saying that Maxi ain't got no game.
2: Oh, okay.
5: How do you feel about
4: Dennis Schroeder's apology?
2: I don't understand this whole fucking thing, man. Like, I, do you feel like you had to give a public apology after it was addressed internally? I don't, this whole thing is weird. Like, yeah, it should have never been said publicly, first of all. But everything after that was just weird. Maxi's thing, this is the weirdest, to be honest. Like, just I'm just, I hope it's over. I never want to hear about these bombs again.
4: Just a big distraction from just yeah, a team that finished third at EuroBasket that got some more, uh, was about to get some more reinforcements, and then the captain was like, "We don't want you."
2: And now he's He's a you got me, you got us fucked up.
4: Now he's apologizing and saying, "I didn't." mean anything personal you said he didn't have game what are you
2: talking? literally bro like
4: don't get more personal than that
2: it was literally personal (laughs) like it was literally personal
4: it was not ambiguous at all you made it completely about him
2: so now that you apologize does this mean he can play like what what are we accomplishing what are we accomplishing here and i get what he's saying
4: or trying to say with like i wanted to be strong for my team and like let it be known like Again, this is something that should have happened behind the scenes. You call Maxie up and say, hey, you didn't show up for us last year. I'm disappointed in that. So when you come into this camp, we want to make sure that you're actually bought into what we're doing. Tell him that straight up. If you're a man about it. Yeah. Like tell the the boys that like you sorry you missed last year and like, but you ready to ride. You locked in. Germany Nation, let's ride. You know what I mean? Like like come in.
2: Don't say that shit again. Though.
4: Bring bring the uh bring the street waffles to practice. That's not even German. What's a German? <laughs> I don't
5: fucking know.
4: <laughs> bring the sauerkraut to to, to this.
2: <laughs> I've never heard anybody say sauerkraut with a German accent. German. Uh brown swagger, that stuff. Ain't that German? Ain't that a German word? Brown swagger that sounds like you've never said exaggerated swagger, but it's not spelled brown swagger, though. You know what I'm talking about. We've
4: offended so many Germans, that's the third biggest country that listens to us. We stop while we're ahead. This,
2: This hey Siri, it's a sausage.
4: Okay, this, you gotta say it it with the brown swagger.
2: All right, come on, man, come on, man. Hey Siri, can you bring? It is up, German. It bring
4: is. Bring me German.
5: up some German cuisine, Siri. Uh, Olive, Garden. Olive is, Garden. Everything that came up is Italian. This is
4: crazy. All right, uh, you know what? Just bring some snacks to practice, Maxie, and, and apologize, and everybody can be cool. Or haze him when he get there. Whatever you got to do, but like, don't go to the podcast talking about maxi ain't got no game and they say it ain't personal come on son, you being real goofy right now now your team is distracted it is what it is um i was looking forward to seeing maxi play in this to be honest i I always like seeing players in different situations than their nba situation to actually see what kind of game they might have because role player in the nba is not a role player in some of these situations so whatever um Let's move forward. Unless you have anything else to say about that one, I don't know. All right, I hope so we'll never hear about this shit again. The Mavs, <laughs> the Mavs still have an open roster spot, trade or yes. no trade. The Mavs have an open roster spot. They also have an open two-way. I don't want to talk about that today. Uh, shout out to Nemezeta. Um, shout out to who? Nemezeta. He's one of the guys that was on my list like for for a while now. Okay. In the Kings system, I've seen Kings people say free him from the Kings system because they thought he was getting the call up to the main roster this year and then uh, they went and signed New Orleans Noel, so people are pissed. Kings fans are pissed. Um, Mark, Mark will actually responded to my comments telling uh, Nico to sign him to the last two-way with a list of – I'm actually going to pull it up now. My mentions are stupid, but hopefully I can find it quick. Actually, I... no, he's not verified, is he? No, he's not. Let me find... I could just go to his page. He probably doesn't tweet that much. All right, he is verified. Shit, I probably could have found it pretty quick. Anyway, he responded to my tweet about signing uh, Nemius Cato with a list. Uh, he said, did you know the last six season leaders in NCAA defensive box plus minus are in 2017-18, Jaron Jackson, 2018-19, Matisse Thibault; 2019-20, Xavier Tillman, 2020-2021, Nemius Keita, 21-22, Walker Kessler, and 22-23, Derek Lively the second. All those guys are NBA players.
2: I'm about to say, every other guy on there is an NBA player. It's time to get them to the league. If we can get them on a two-way, I would
4: be very happy with that. I just saw some dude went back and forth with me about not needing more centers? Shit. Two-way contract.
2: There's no center on this team that's good enough for us to say we don't need any more centers.
4: And that's what I said. There's 18 roster spots including the two-ways. Uh some positions are going to have four players. I would say a position where I can't look at one player and say this is our guy is a good position to have four players at. Yeah. I I would like having him around just to have a guy that actually protects the rim. To bother Derek Lively in practice, Dwight Powell is not bothering Derek Lively in practice. No. Rashawn Holmes might just because he's got a little bit more body to him, but he's not a rim protector. Like we know that that's Derek Lively's weakness. I would like somebody around that can actually block a shot. Like he's known for that, and he's a big body. He's he's got his hands have gotten a lot better. He, I don't know how the Kings don't didn't call him up, uh, and maybe
2: they still will. I don't think they have a roster. I About to say they but, need it. Honestly, I th- I thought for
4: sure he was coming up because he was beasting in Summer League, too. So I was like, yeah, this is the year. And then they went inside and was Noel. So maybe they just wanted a veteran. But Nimes Kata is a guy that some people should be after. Um, I'm, I might put together a list because I don't think people understand how uh, how good a two way contract is. Uh, I think they're two way players now. They used to be they get money based on how many games they play in the league. But now they just get a half of a rookie scale Minimum, which is like almost six hundred thousand dollars. The top five players in EuroBasket, the like the number three, four, five player, made two million dollars. Like we're talking the best of the best in Europe. We're making like two million dollars. So six hundred thousand dollars to be on a a, on a G League roster.
2: Yeah, not bad. Not (laughs) Not a bad situation to be. I'll take it right now.
4: So. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good money, man. It's, it's, it's good money. Like you can be the most dependent upon player in Europe and make maybe twice that you can be a rotation player in Europe and make maybe that amount of money, probably a lot less, or you can be on a G league team, maybe get some NBA minutes and make $600,000.
2: Yeah.
5: I'm
4: I'm locked in on the 600 K to play in, in, in America.
2: And if you get a real contract in the NBA, that's going to be a hell of a raise, brother. Right.
4: Then you get a call up and now you're making now you're making superstar European player money.
2: Immediately. And you barely playing. Right.
4: To sit on the bench. To sit on the bench. And, and cheer Luka Doncic. You're getting
2: paid $2 million to travel to different cities.
4: NBA, NBA player, which we know what that entails.
2: Barely. Oh, yeah. You're getting a lot of ass.
4: <laughs> no comment. Shout out to Dwight Howard, his 15 children, despite him being,
2: you know what? Um, <clears throat> where the hell was I going with this? I don't know. Oh, yeah. I was talking about the
4: free, the look, the, the, the. Open. You was talking
2: about the last roster spot and then you went into this. Yeah, we went
4: to the two way spot. So the last. So Nemius Keita is my front runner for the. I want a big for that last two way spot for the last roster spot. We can go a lot of different ways. We talked about Kelly Oubre. We talked about Derrick Jones Jr. I'm gonna
2: put Nikola Mirotic on the list. Yeah, uh, I've been hearing rumblings about him on where is this coming from? So he he
4: was the highest play player, pay, excuse me, highest paid player in Europe last year.
2: He left for Europe like two seasons ago, right? Two, three seasons ago. Three years ago, yes. Okay. Uh he was tired of
4: being mid in the NBA. And he wanted to be a superstar in Europe. And he was He was big
2: coming into the league. Yeah. he And he was a good player. He has yeah.
4: like legit. I think he was averaging like 14 points. Like yeah. He, was, he wasn't a bum. No, he was hooping. He was a player. Like He wasn't an all-star, but he was a player. Like He was getting minutes. He was playing well. He got his jaw rock by his teammate. He still continued to play well. Uh, he went to Europe. Pretty much did pretty similar to what he was doing here.
2: Um, I'm looking him up right now.
4: So. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give you the numbers. Okay. last year, he averaged about 23 minutes a game, which that's normal for Europe. They don't run their players into the ground. They usually play eight, nine, 10 deep, Uh, 23 minutes a game, 14 and a half points, five boards and assists. He shot 49, 38, 85 uh, in Europe last year. He was making five million dollars a year last year, which is absurd money in Europe. Like and the reason they gave him the contract they gave him is because I think he had an offer from Utah when he left. And they needed to pay him as much as Utah was going to be paying him to get him to come to Europe again. He was making five mil. The second highest paid player in Europe was making three and a half mil, like three point three mil. Okay. And then the next highest was like two point five. And then from the fifth highest paid player was making like two million dollars. But he was making five mil last year. Um, His team let him go. Uh, He's been rumored to go to a couple uh, He was rumored to have a deal lined up With uh, Pantheon I can't say this shit The Greek team Um, But that has apparently fallen apart I'm going to read this quote because it is hilarious Uh, So the owner Of the P team Damn I don't know I can't believe I can't say it
2: Don't say the P team Fuck R. Kelly on that bitch
4: You know what Panathinaikos. There we go I know I said it here wrong. It's okay. Um, Yanakopoulos, Demetrius Yanakopoulos. Just call him Demetrius. Addressed the Meritage situation. He said, I looked at my iPad. Again, this is the owner of the team that he was supposed to be supposedly going to after he left. Okay. His <clears throat> he said, I looked at my iPad and there were 10,000 messages. Now, even our plane is being watched. It is said that we went to Serbia to make a deal with Nikola Miritić. No, we were
5: at the weekend concert.
2: That's a real quote. I had to check to make sure I went ball sack or something. Like, that's a legit quote.
4: But he's like, we did not sign Nikola Meritich. We went to see the weekend, buddy.
2: That's not parody. Like that's, that's not weird. satire.
4: That is real life. That is real life. Buddy was like, they they people people watching our plane. I'm getting text messages. They think we came to snatch up Meritage, but I, I was just there the to weekend. see. It. I was just there to hear. It. What's that man name? Abel. Abel. I, I was there to see Abel. Like, I don't know where they got this. From. Okay. So he's a free agent. <clears throat> We still have most of the MLE, as far as I, if I recall. We could pay him more than five mil to come back to the US. Uh, somebody he said. He's 32.
2: Some, keep that in mind. He's in his prime. He's 32. Keep that in mind. How old is uh, Boyan? Probably around the same age. I think he's 34. No, I think Boyan's like 32. Now I got to pull this shit up.
5: I don't know why I have 34 in my head. Yes, Bojan is 34. Okay. So, <clears throat> we, people been thirsting over Bojan. And I,
2: I ain't one of those people. Are you? No.
5: Oh. Uh, people been thirsting over Bojan. I'm, I'm in on Nikola Nicola
4: Miritich. Again, when he left the league, he left right at the start of his prime. He was 27. He was averaging his last year in the NBA, 15 points to seven boards a game. It's not like he went to Europe
2: because he couldn't play in the NBA. I think the issue was he wasn't playing a lot either. He wasn't happy. I'm talking about like health. It looked like he was missing a lot of games.
4: Yeah, I think he played, what, he played 46 games that last year, 18, 19. Um, was he not playing in Milwaukee?
2: Whatever. I think he played like forty something games in Milwaukee.
4: I think he was he was tired of being. He felt like he was a journeyman, and he didn't like that. He wasn't happy after the after the Bobby Porter situation. He
2: never was happy again. So he left. You I to forgot be- about that. You did. I did forget about that yeah. in Actually, Chicago when Bobby Porter punched his goofy ass.
5: Why he got to be goofy?
4: Cause I'm sorry.
2: Be- he just. Um but yeah after the bobby like Porter this si- like
4: after the bobby Porter situation you know it kind of wasn't it wasn't the same for
5: uh he's been killing it in Europe he he he's been the man and he still clearly
4: has it he still clearly still has it i should say Somebody said that he would be the third best player on the Mavs if he came over.
5: Who the fuck said that? I did not get the ad, but who the third best player on the Mavs? Take your take your time, brother.
4: It's a depressing thought. All of a sudden,
2: this is so sad. <laughs> I had the same reaction you did. And then I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> you start to think about it like, is Tim Hardaway Jr. better than this motherfucker? <laughs> you start to think about it like, oh, is man. Josh Green better than
4: this motherfucker? Like, yeah, he averaged 15 and seven his last year in the NBA.
5: Ain't anybody on the team we could say today is going to give us 15 and seven. On good efficiency,
2: I don't know, man. That was three years ago. He older now. Like right. he's in, he's been doing the same thing in Europe.
5: And again, he averaged fifteen and seven. He was averaging sixteen
4: and seven initially. He went to Milwaukee where he played less, and it dropped. But it's,
5: it's all of a sudden. don't be sounding too bad do it
2: that's so depressing bro Uh,
4: it it brought it definitely brought my expectations for this year down because like i'd be like luca Kyrie in the game and then buddy said Nikola Meritis will be our third best player and i was like man oh you you might be (laughs) you might might be right uh again i'm just i'm just saying uh if we can give him 8 mil 7 mil whatever two year player
2: option whatever three year team option i would not be against it i'm not against signing him at all um you know i didn't know he was that productive his last few years in the nba he kind of fizzled out a little bit i guess it was because he wasn't playing as many games uh And people weren't really looking at his numbers because of that. And he was bouncing from team to team, so it didn't look good. But, uh, yeah, if he's ready to come back, the Mavericks can do something. We know they love international motherfuckers, so perfect fit.
4: A couple of the other best players in Europe have been stolen. Yeah. Why not him?
2: Yeah. I mean, we're looking at... We're looking at people around that small forward, power forward range. So he fits the, the criteria.
4: I think he's the offense option. Uh, <clears throat> the actual a, efficient offense option.
2: It would allow Omax to not be relied on to play so much for.
4: I was going to say we would, we would not have to think of, we would not have be pressured to like have him perform. He could yeah. be good for us in a more reserved role. Yeah. In that situation just it's it's on the table i'm just saying. something to
2: think about he
4: currently has no obligations again they people say i thought he already had an agreement with pan the p team and um <clears throat> but he said nah we was we was talk- we went to go see abel bruh we were not talking to buddy so he's a free agent right now that's all i'm saying um <clears throat> If he's oh, the
2: Ma- so the maps aren't linked to him at all, like there's no rumors of interest, there's,
4: there's kind of he's he's floating right now. I don't think there's any rumors going on. With,
2: oh, okay. Remember. Uh, there
4: was the rumor, but it's been dispelled by the weekend fans. Yeah, so that was it. Uh, you mentioned Rudy Gay as an option for that last spot. Uh, could be a good veteran for us. I don't think he's a player anymore, but it, it, is that what you're thinking?
2: I mean. I only mentioned it because I saw it come up that the Mavericks are interested in him. Okay. And when I saw it, I'm like, I don't really understand. Like, what is he bring to the team? He's a veteran, sure, but like he's like 36 now, 37. He's not giving the team much. He obviously doesn't have that athleticism anymore. He's not that consistent of a shooter anymore. He's not going to give you much on deep. I don't know what he's giving us. So I don't know what they plan on doing with that last roster spot. I, maybe they just want veteran presence in the locker room. Like, I don't really understand a reason to be interested in Rudy Gay. Maybe it's something I'm missing that Rudy Gay can still give a team that I don't know about.
4: Yeah, you know, last year I was not a fan of the roster spots for morale or whatever.
2: Podcasts.
4: I mean, if we got to put it that way, I wasn't a fan of that. Uh, I think we're a team that needs talent. We just had a moment of silence for figuring out who our third best player is. Uh, So I'm not trying to see roster spots go to guys we know are not players, period. Uh, They got to be young with a chance for growth, or they have to be, if they're going to be a veteran, they need to be somebody we know we can plug in and contribute on the basketball court. So. Um, I'm still all Miritich, Ubre, Derrick Jones Jr. I think, um, my order is currently Miritich, DJJ.
2: Absolutely not. Absolutely not. What's happening? He played 56 games last year. Who? Rudy Gay in Utah. Okay. Averaged 14.6 minutes per game, right? I thought you were about to say points. I was going to say, huh? No.
5: Okay.
2: He averaged five points a game.
5: His field goal percentage is 38% on five attempts. Three-point percentage is 25% on three attempts. Why are we doing this? Not giving us anything.
2: Why are we doing this?
5: Unnecessary. We don't need
4: veteran presence. We got Jared Dudley on the bench. Jason Kidd was just a player like two weeks ago. Like, just let them be the veteran <laughs> players on the bench. Like, we don't need additional ones wearing uniforms.
2: Jared yeah. Dudley literally won a fucking champion th- championship three years ago. Like, we got veteran presence. We good.
4: We do not need another player taking up a roster spot.
2: We got Kyrie Irving. <clears throat> we, we're good. Um, we got Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah.
4: We got Maxi, even though his own people don't.
2: We got the white. We got the white
4: Yeah, Dwight Powell is our veteran president. We don't need any more
2: voices. Seth Curry is thirty-one years old.
4: These are grown men that have been around the league,
2: we and these are people team. who are like veterans that are gonna play,
4: <laughs> like, and they're gonna contribute, right? right? Booty Gay is not contributing. That's that's oh, a wasted spot. We not we don't Be need fucking that. for real. Um, let's move on. Speaking of players contributing, Grant Williams. New player, potentially the third best player, huh? What? Uh, uh? Awesome. He's, in the, he's in the argument. It's it's what, Grant, uh-huh. Josh, Tim, debate?
2: Yeah, I think that's it.
4: Um, <clears throat> Whoever decides to shoot the ball this year?
2: Unless Jaden Hardy takes a leap we don't know about.
4: That would be crazy, but we'll see. I'm not going to be mad at none of that. Uh, Grant Williams went on the old man in the three, where J.J. Reddick gets players to say things. Uh, one of the things that Grant Williams said was he asked uh, actually what, what Luca needs to do to, to improve. Grant Williams decided to answer the question <clears throat> with a statement that Luca has to empower people to play their games. You know, Luca's going to get his game off, but he needs to empower players to play their games. This caused controversy on the timeline. I personally did not see any of it because I do not care. But uh, did you see any of it? Did you have any thoughts
2: about this? Particular? I ain't watched that shit.
4: I ain't watched it either. I'm not. I don't listen to.
2: G- I can't remember the last time I watched the interview. To be quite honest, I can't remember the last time someone was interviewed when I'm like, I gotta check that out.
4: On that particular podcast, or
2: in or any basketball podcast recently in like the last month or two.
4: Tyrese Halliburton podcast P was my introduction to podcast P,
2: and then uh-huh. I listened
4: to the the, the
2: uh, Asia Wilson
4: one, which was also great.
2: Okay, that's fair. Um, I haven't turned it into a podcast piece yet. I've just seen clips, definitely, but it looks good. Definitely check it out. It looks good. Um
4: Father Pierce is very like transparent about his own. Like he talked about being an introvert and like wondering how.
2: Who you just say? Paul... <laughs> <Fuck.
4: laughs> what he on there recently? I don't know. He was on somebody's podcast. That's why I got him. On I don't
2: know. <laughs> Paul George.
4: <laughs> Paul George. I'm like. It's because of the alliteration with the podcast P it just made yeah. Paul George uh talked about being an introvert and wondering, like, cause I think um Brandon Miller asked how he got into podcasting, or somebody asked how he got into podcasting. He was like, you know, I don't really talk a lot, like I'm not really that guy, but um, you know, it was just something to kind of branch out and do his own thing, and
5: it it seems to be going well for him at the time, at this time. Um Number one podcast.
2: They fake numbers.
5: Well, how are they fake?
2: Because the way Apple does it, they put new podcasts up higher with the numbers. You notice when it has when it does that. It's mostly new podcasts in the running.
4: That's true because they don't of-
2: put solidified podcast. I learned this from Kenny Beecham because okay. he just dropped a new podcast called Not an NBA Podcast Just for Fun. And the numbers is going up. But it's not higher than other solidified NBA podcasts. It's just that it's new. The algorithm is raising got you. it. Got you, got you.
4: Yeah, I think I noticed that with because uh, I, I look at the two, top 250 every week. Mm -hmm. and a lot a lot of new podcasts jump in there early like the first first few months they're usually they usually stay solidified in there
2: yeah i mean the podcast is doing great but they still fake numbers uh shout out to paul george though, paul pierce um
4: (laughs) shout out to paul pierce who is apparently greater than Dwayne Wade. i disagree but
2: anyway uh yeah i i didn't watch the grant williams interview i did see a clip that I think you probably saw too. Actually, I didn't even see the clip. I didn't even I heard. See about, I heard people talk about it on Twitter.
4: I didn't even. I didn't even hear people talk about it. I heard people talking about people talking about. It.
2: Are we going to talk about it? I don't care. I don't care to you either. It's, it's not a story to me. It's not. I'm just. It's, it's not a
4: controversy.
2: It's not a new thing.
4: It's, it's. nothing we haven't heard before. Um, I think that. I have my thoughts about it. I think I've expressed them that uh, nobody on the team could dribble. So it's It's not not something like it's an idea. It's a theory (laughs) that he has the ball too much. It's not something that we've seen been able to determine in practice because who else was supposed to dribble?
2: If we go a full season of him playing next to arguably the greatest dribbler the game has ever seen and he's dribbling the ball too much, then it's like, all right, this is real now. Right. But until then, I'm going a, to a still be like, benefit of the doubt type of thing. Because like, y'all could say Jalen Brunson if y'all want to, but Jalen Brunson ain't really pop off to a certain point. So it's and like, when he did, he had the ball. Yeah. And even when he had the ball, he didn't make great decisions all the time as a point guard. At all. Yeah. He was more of a scorer than anything, which is good, which is okay, which is good. It worked for right. us. Right. But... It was too small of a sample size for me to say that Luca dribbles too much because they barely got to build any chemistry when Jalen Brunson became a primary ball handler. If right. the Mavs would have did what they were supposed to do and keep him, that's a different story.
4: Yeah, um, and I remember like early in the season with the Knicks, his usage rate was very similar to what it was in the playoffs. They yeah, we went to the Western Conference Finals. So, mm-hmm. and because I saw Luca in Europe, I know that he is capable of not having the ball all the time uh, because he was on a team with three point guards and
2: he did not have the ball all the time. He didn't have the ball all the time in the Olympics last year, did he?
4: He pretty much did, but who's they, they didn't have another really point guard.
2: Okay. Um,
4: when he didn't have the ball, problems occurred,
2: <laughs> which is very familiar. Which is very familiar.
4: Like, I'm not. I'm not trying to see Reggie Bullock cook. I'm not trying to see Tim Cook. He does try from time to time. It usually results in a messy kitchen. Um, like who who Dwight Powell cooking? You're burnt food. JaVale McGee cooking? Like who 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 supposed to have the ball? I, that's the that's what you have to tell me. When you tell me that Luca has the ball too much, tell me who's supposed to have the ball. Now we could say Kyrie, and I think when the trade happened, I said this will be a great test to see how Luca handles like not having the ball as much because even though I know that was in him at a point he has had to play like this for so long it's going to be a process to transition back to that type of ball
2: and if you're going to mention Spencer Denny, Dinwiddie from last year don't don't <laughs> like I'm so serious <laughs> like don't
4: that was the closest we came to where I was like Spencer Dinwiddie's being frozen out but he was frozen out because I think it was Luca Spencer and Tim wasn't it
2: yeah.
4: And Tim was doing too much.
2: And Spencer does too much. And Spencer often and weak does ass much. ISO moves. Uh,
4: but again, Spencer was our second. Spencer and Tim are the proof to me that Luca makes these dudes that do too much efficient players. So by keeping the ball away from them, there's a reason that their numbers are ass when they have the ball in their hands at all times keep those things in mind so Kyrie is the test we didn't get to see it much last year but when we did I was pleased with the results that the, there were no issues on offense with Luka and Kyrie playing together that I is agree. anybody that's saying that is goofy and not paying attention to watching basketball the issue was on the other side of the ball but it wasn't again I wouldn't put that on them Kyrie's actually a better defender than I realized
2: I um, was telling people that when we got man, him People were like, "Oh, you got it's gonna mess up your defense." I'm like, "Yeah, our defense already sucked." But people act like Kyrie is like a Trey Young level defender. Like Kyrie is an average, yeah, slightly below average defender. He's serviceable.
4: His limitations are in his size alone. Like he's a he's he's an aware defender.
2: He's not. This is a double negative, but he's not not putting in effort.
4: Yeah, he's 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 aware of this. Like he's in the right spots. He's a high IQ player. Like he's not doing anything wrong on defense. Luca will fall asleep. He'll ball watch, stuff like that. And he hasn't, he, because he put on weight, which was intentional to a certain degree, he was uh, a step slower. He's apparently now cutting that weight. We'll see how uh, if that lasts and what the results are as far as him being locked in. Luca's the type of guy where he's going to see how hard Kyrie's played. And he's going to try to match that energy at a bare minimum uh, on defense. Uh, but again, this year is the test. With Luca and Kyrie together, and hopefully Josh Green handling some some more uh, being more aggressive, I should say, with the ball in his hands. Grant apparently wants to be aggressive with the ball in his hands. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, Jaden Hardy's likely to get minutes. Seth Curry's going to get minutes. Like it, this year is the year where halfway through the year, if Luca seems to be dominating the ball, then I'll hear this conversation. But up until this, up to now. I haven't seen anything that has made me question his willingness to share the ball when he has competent ball handling
5: teammates. Same. Last thing I had on here. I don't really have much to say about it. You said you didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. Kyrie at
4: the Drew League had a triple messed around and got a triple double. Um, Uncle Drew at the Drew League, man. And uh, he also, I know you saw the clip where he threw it off the backboard. I did not expect him to actually get the ball. I didn't see that. You did see it?
2: Nah. Oh, man. Hold up! Nah, I got to send it to you. <laughs> I didn't see that. We can get the live reaction.
4: Uh, you might find it before me, but I'm going to try to pull it up. I think I tweet less than
5: I, I think I do. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Where are you at? Five, four, three. It's definitely on my page. I quoted it with Here we go. I'm going to text it to you. Okay. All right, I'll send it. These impressions are stupid. Elon got to approve me for this money. I'm tired. Let's see this thing. Hold the hell up. <laughs> That's
2: Paris? I ain't explain- <laughs> I was, he threw that motherfucker from the top of the key. That's why I was like, why he do it? Oh, <laughs> what? At what first he- I was like, who he throwing to? Then I seen him cock back like, "Whoa, oh, how low is that rim?" <laughs> That's why I thought he was throwing it to the other guy that was running down the court. How low is that? Yeah, Kyrie Kyrie tripping. Don't do that shit in no NBA game, bro.
4: When he get bouncy, though, like what's happening?
2: I don't know where that came from. Boy got Flubber in his shoes. <laughs> uh, Shout out to the people that remember the movie Flubber. R.I.P.
4: Robin Williams. Uh, yeah, it's interesting, man. Kyrie's on the team is still something I'm getting used to. Yeah. Because we didn't see as much of it last year. But, uh, hey, man, it's the off season. I don't know how we got this long of a show out of this. Was that uh, Charlie? Bites? I thought it was Charlie Brown and them. the teacher. Charlie Brown's teacher. That's how it sounded coming through. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> that's, how, that's how it sounded. But, um, yeah, that's all I got, man. Um, oh, they clone Tyrone.
2: Did you see I was going to watch it today, but I prioritized a nap. So, <laughs> I'm off the next three days. I'm most likely, am I going to watch it? Tuesday. Most likely watch it Tuesday. Okay.
4: I'm going to be doing a review with Tyler tomorrow. Okay of uh, they clone tyrone so check out check check look for that on on the have you seen pod tyler pretty much my co-host at this point yeah um I, I think i might as well make it official like a ref with a whistle so i think we're gonna try to do a review every monday me and tyler and then i'll because I'll
2: he sees more he, he comes on there more than i do at this mm-hmm. point yeah
4: he's he's and he's sees there,
2: more by. movies than i do like he sees a more variety Right.
4: Yeah, so again, I that doesn't mean I'm not trying to have everybody else come on, but like I'll just have Tyler as my my go-to for now. Uh they clone Tyrone was fire, first of all. I've heard fire. I think the last time I checked it had a 100% rating with with the audience. Uh which that usually goes away after the first day. It was not going the last time I checked. I'm gonna check right now. Still one hundred percent with the audience. Oh wow! Okay, ninety-two uh, percent with critics. Uh, so it's really up there. Is is really up there? I'm looking at um, one of the movies that it brought to mind was Undercover Brother. Hmm. Um, there's this particular scene where I was like, this feels almost like a sequel to Undercover Brother. John Boyega doing a southern accent somehow. I'm tired of these British actors coming to our country and doing our accents better than us.
2: I'm tired. You can't do their accents for shit though.
4: I mean, shout out to Brian Tyree Henry. He's holding it down for us. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. He held it down for sure.
4: He holding it down for us. Uh that's that's it, man. I don't, I ain't gonna sit here and drag us. It's, it's ten o'clock. <sighs> stuff to stuff to edit. Reese is off work. I am not. But I should have a pretty chill week. This week, again, I'll be out of town next Sunday. Oh, shit. I'll worry. That's, that's not nothing y'all got to worry about. Um, next week, you'll be doing this podcast. I'll be doing the NBA show, right? I need one of them trades to go down this week.
2: Need something hot to go down,
4: man. I'm to happen because it's getting ugly out here. We're going
2: to be talking about Slam Ball.
4: <laughs> <Get> <laughs> I'm ready.
2: missing that episode. get ready to learn slam ball buddy shout out to Theo Pinson Um,
5: until next time peace peace
0: Finding the music
2: you love shouldn't be hard. That's why Pandora makes it easy to explore all your favorites and discover new artists and genres you'll love. Enjoy a personalized listening experience simply by selecting any song or album, and we'll make a station crafted just for you. Best of all, you can listen for free. Download Pandora on the Apple App Store or Google Play and start hearing the soundtrack to your life.
1: At Discount Tire, we know how valuable your time is around the holidays. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online at DiscountTire.com so you can spend more time with friends and family this holiday season. Discount Tire, let's get you taken care of.
0: A podiatrist will tell you about your feet. A physical therapist will analyze your gait. A psychologist will help you manage your anxiety. But what if your walk affects your hip alignment and the loss of movement affects your mental health? The body is connected in unseen ways. That's why our doctors work together to care for all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. Kaiser Foundation Health Plan of the Mid-Atlantic States Incorporated, 2101 East Jefferson Street, Rockville, Maryland, 20852.
1: Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last.